Father Lawrence and Peter, I have three questions for both of you. I shall ask one question at a time. The first question. In light of the COVID-19 pandemic, which is impacting the whole of humanity, would you have any advice for the Singapore community on how we can make sense of the current crisis and also on the importance of contemplative living? Well, the question is, how can we make sense of the current crisis? How can we see the meaning of it? When something terrible like this happens, we ask why. We might say, why did it happen to me? Or why did God let this happen? Why? And we may pray to God to do something about it. And it doesn't seem as if God does anything. We can pray to God to stop this pandemic, but the pandemic continues. So what is the reply from God? Silence. And we may get angry with that silence. And the atheist may say, well, that just goes to show there's no God. You're just being, you know, imaginary. Or we may start to listen to the silence and realize that the answer is in the silence. But in order to listen to the silence, we have to become silent. Otherwise, we just hear our own words and thoughts and anxieties. So there's a link between the two parts of the question, I think. How can we make meaning and on the importance of contemplative living? Well, we see the sense, we, we make meaning because we begin to live contemplatively. And we then grow up spiritually. We're not like children who just get angry and hit the ground when we don't get what we want. We realize that God is with us in the suffering. He didn't send the suffering. But he's with us in it and in a mysterious way will come closer to us through it. And meaning always happens when there is connection. If you're looking for the meaning of your life, you have to be connected with the essence of your life and with the people in your life and with the decisions you have to take and so on. Meaning is about connection not about standing outside, looking at it from the outside, but it's feeling, being connected. And in meditation, we connect with that love of God at the center of our being, which fills our whole life with meaning as a result. So there's a very real sense in which meditation opens us to the meaning of experience, and then gives us the insight that we need to know what we should do, how we should 
maybe just accept it and go through it, but learn from it and maybe take steps to avoid it in future. But out of meditation, that's the work of silence and listening to the silence of God, we will begin to live in a contemplative way, less distracted, less disconnected, and our activity, our action, will be greatly enriched. Uh, for me, in this uh, COVID crisis, is a wake-up call for all of us in terms of how we've been living our lives and how we should change the way we live. Uh, and the change in the way we live for us as contemplatives, I think we've already begun the journey. But it's also a wake-up call for the world. So in a sense, you can say that the world has been brought to the point of self-destruction. And therefore, this crisis is awakening to the damage that we as human beings have done to the planet, have done to our lives. And so it's a timely call for us to address some of the problems in our society, in our life, and in the world. So for example, here in Singapore, one of the things that we are all aware of is the plight of the migrant workers. We would not have had this prolonged lockdown if not for the fact that we had neglected the migrant workers who come to Singapore, help to build our country, and we house them in such poor conditions that they are the most numerous victims of this virus crisis. And that tells us that something is wrong. There's a social injustice, even in a society like Singapore, that how could we let this happen? So it's a wake-up call to all of us to say, they are also human beings. They come here to help us to build our country. And how have we treated them? So I think this is the way that a crisis like this wakes us up and ask ourselves, what is wrong with the way we live our life? What is wrong with our society? How can we take action to redress those problems? The second question. Many of the pandemic safety measures are similar in principle with what we practice in meditation. Self-quarantine, stay home, undoing human activities. Be still and know that I am God. Being still in the midst of chaos. Priorities help us in our work of outreach and teaching meditation. Yes, I think there is a, a real lesson for us as meditators in this set of difficult circumstances we find ourselves in. I think what we are seeing is that contemplation and activity are not in opposition to each other. That they need to dance together. 
but they need to intertwine. And the best way of doing that is to have this very simple discipline of meditating in the morning and meditating in the evening. And then these qualities of contemplation, of being, and of acting in the right way become more harmonious. And we feel life to have less stress. Still difficulties, still problems. But we know that meditation doesn't solve all our problems. But it does give us a very different way of approaching the problems. That's what I think we can learn during this, this time. And for many people, of course, being at home, being in lockdown has created a kind of panic within themselves or depression. It's also led to domestic violence. So we shouldn't imagine that everybody suddenly becomes contemplatives. And maybe even those of us who meditate have sometimes felt the same, some of these feelings of reaction. I mean, one simple thing everybody can do when you find yourself in a lockdown situation like this is uh, make a daily schedule. We have a schedule here at Bombeau. We have our meditation in the morning, a little break, a second meditation. We have uh, midday prayer, we have evening prayer, we have meals at certain times. So just to make a schedule for yourself at home, a realistic schedule with times of meditation has non-negotiable elements of it. And I would say also allowing whatever comes up during the meditation or at other times of the day, feelings of anger or depression or restlessness or feeling dark about things or feeling panicky, don't feel that those are non, not contemplative feelings. They are what you feel. You have to accept them and let them out. But don't miss the meditation period. And when you sit down to meditate, let the feelings come up or the distractions come up. But keep returning as best you can to this inner work of attention, of saying the word. I think if we do that for a period of time, we'll begin to see how the mind and the emotions slow down, calm down. Jesus said, set your troubled hearts at rest and banish your fears. Well, that's not just an act of the will. That takes time and practice to, to, to allow to happen. So I think there's a real lesson for us. And when we learn that in the laboratory of this period, we will be able to teach it and share it with more authority and confidence afterwards. The third question. In this time of lockdown, many people are experiencing a sense of isolation and loneliness. Others are experiencing boredom and a lack of purpose of direction. Can meditation help? And if so, how? What you describe here in this question, boredom, a lack of purpose or direction, isolation, loneliness, these are symptoms of something that the Desert Fathers spoke about 1600 years ago. And it's from this Christian tradition of, of the desert that we have, of course, our way of meditation. 
And what the desert teachers, the mothers and fathers of the desert taught, was that everybody will go through periods of achadia, is the word. All of these symptoms that you describe, isolation, loneliness, boredom, a lack of purpose, sense of having no direction, that could be summed up in the one word, achadia. Achadia is part of life. And it's an inevitable element of any process of commitment or faith journey that you make. Marriages go through periods of achadia. Relationships, friendships, your job at work will go through periods of achadia where you, it seems to lack meaning or it gets boring or you feel it's not getting you anywhere. There's a feeling of discouragement. You get restless. And this happens with meditation as well. So it's part of life. But learning how to deal with it in meditation will help you to deal with it in life. So that these, this achadia or the depression that it's often associated with no longer have to overwhelm you. And the wisdom of the desert tradition is that you deal with this achadia by manual work, by a daily schedule, and by reading, and by fidelity to the times of silence and of prayer. So a balanced life, body, mind, and spirit is what the human being is. And every day should have a balance of physical activity, the right kind of mental work, and of course, the, the spiritual work. And there's, there's, there's a therapy in that, the therapy for the soul. So during this time of lockdown, uh, when people feel this loneliness and boredom and so on, panic often, there is a solution, there is a way of dealing with it, which is really quite simple. And uh, that's something that we can share, share with people. Create a schedule, do your meditation, have times for reading, and do something with your hands, not just on the computer, and do some, some real work. Those are simple, obvious, healthy ways of dealing with this, uh, this, this problem, but it will teach us a lot about how to live more healthily uh, in our life.